Hello and welcome everyone back. It is the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books for Wednesday, the 5th of July. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yes, thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Reader Copy Podcast. Thank you guys. Much appreciated. Yep. Uh, it, it was the 4th of July for the US. That's it's 4th of I, July. 4th of July for every, well, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I did pass for everybody, but not yeah. this, all at the same time. For everyone else, it's July 4th, but for Americans, it's the 4th of July. Yeah. Well, actually, I think Americans are the ones that rearrange their okay, days um, and months different. What I'm trying to say yeah. <laughs> is it's uh, this is our Independence Day. Yeah, we right. We kick those alien butts. <laughs> Happy birthday, America. Um, Watch the candles. I'm not a huge 4th of July fan. What? You don't, you're not a, a patriot? You're not a true I'm American? Just, I'm not a huge fan Real of the things American. incorporated. <laughs> Fight for the rights. I don't like like hot dogs and buns. Yeah, that's weird about you. You like a, a lot of like trashy food. I like hot dogs. I just think the buns are never good. Hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of fireworks. You're not? No, not really. I don't. I, I'd like to have them if rather than not. I'm not. I'm not gonna go chase them down. I'd rather if just not. Someone brought them to the party ready. Yeah. I'll have fun with it. But I'm never the one that's gonna go out and buy them at a stand or whatever. I'll never buy them. Maybe I'll take pictures and stand outside, but I probably won't even light them. Really? You just watch else someone do else do it. it? Yeah. No, no uh, sparklers, bottle rockets. I mean, if there's if everyone has one, I'll take a sparkler. Yeah. <laughs> How about those like big explosive ones that go boom and no, I don't need it. Those are fun. I don't think the so. The legal ones. My, I have a friend that they're like everything. M80s. All the illegal stuff. On 4th of July. They travel to go get them. What? Really? Yeah. Like to another state, another country? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because like, um, they're, like illegal, they're illegal in California, right? Okay, those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So he has a relative that goes to Vegas, to Nevada to get some. Just for this? Or yeah. like they go there every now and then for, you know, Vegas? That trip was for the fireworks. Wow. They're about that life. Yeah. Wow. They want to blow it up. They have to re-up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And they, they have, do they have a big bash on 4th of July? Like that's their thing? Um, I guess. I don't go. (laughs) They have hot dogs here. I'm not going to make an appearance. Well, I mean, it's summertime. Are you excited for like the summer movie blockbusters or anything on the horizon that's like piquing your interest? Yes, actually. Yeah. What what, what is it? I'm a huge fan of the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Dead Reckoning. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's the name of the part part one. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Nolan films. Yeah, that's right. Oppenheimer. Yeah. I don't know what else there is, like big blockbuster movies. Big blockbuster action pack movie Barbie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's everything. He's just Ken. <laughs> How do you know the taglines of all these movies? I I mean, it's a summer, like you got to pay attention. You need to look at what the slate's at. So Mission Impossible is the number one for you? I think so, yeah. Tom Cruise, the little guy, he's just going to run. Don't call him a little guy. He's my height. <laughs> so, okay. He's going to run it to our hearts. You know, he's, everyone the, loves it. Every um, Mission Impossible movie, it's like, they had like featurettes of like, this is the big stunt of the movie. Yes. He's hanging off the Burj Khalifa. He's going on a side of an airplane. This one is just like, he motorcycles off a mountain, which I don't think is as good as those other two. That's true. I think that what they changed was like the behind the scenes or the featurette of it all. Like they, they emphasize that a bit more yeah. of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It really does look like Eva Knievel type stuff when he's like going up a huge ramp. It's almost more impressive yeah. when it's just a ramp, not a mountain. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you see how long it, it is. It goes up at the end. Right. <laughs> That's true. It goes off the edge. That's what I'm saying. It looks pretty dang good. I've been watching the Mission Impossibles recently, yeah. so I'm kind of on the hype train for that too. Do you think when he's doing the stunt, like right before, he's like, Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Welcome to the Jackass. And then he goes off the mountain. 
I think he just says that in his head. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. And he just stops there. It's like whenever he's scared, he just says, I'm Tom Cruise. That hypes him up enough. I invented the hover round. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the next movie. He's going off the edge of a cliff <laughs> off a hover round. Actually, you know what I heard? I, I don't know if this is true or not. But in the next movie, some scenes take place in space, I guess. Okay. Like Everyone's going it out into space now. So he's actually doing filming it in space. Like, Ludacris did that already. <laughs> Tyrese? Yeah, Tyrese. But he's actually like right now probably in space. In space. Well, like yeah. he has to live there because- To get accustomed to, to, to the it? filming. Learn Martian? It's cheaper to just stay there than go back and forth every day. No, it's not. <laughs> it I don't believe you. It's okay. I don't know. He's, he's maybe like Rotala that way. You know, less gravity on oh, him. Oh, is that true? Maybe that's it. Yeah. And once he gets back down, he's back down to regular Tom Cruise fun size. He's never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be- the king up there he's gonna go up to see Zenu. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the open hyper movie looks really good too yeah. and i am hyped because it's christopher nolan but is he too like do you overhype christopher nolan in general now like too much I, I think i do i do personally i won't say i overhype him i just he has a positive track record he does yeah um there's maybe what uh, tenant i still kind of like even though i don't get it you do still kind of like it. it's still a good action movie i don't think i'll ever rewatch it and i don't i don't even care to kind of figure piece it, it together figure it out yeah yeah um i love interstellar I kind of like Interstellar. I didn't really it grew care on about me. Dunkirk. I didn't watch it. I don't know if I don't think I ever finished it. And Dark Knight Rises is the best Batman movie. All right. <laughs> okay. No, I like I like George Clooney's. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, Barbie. You're really interested in Barbie? I think it's going to be pretty good. I, I, I like Margot Robbie. Yeah. And I think it's more of like a existential crisis movie than it is like a toy movie. I think so too, yeah. Right? That's the whole thing. That's uh, And then Ryan Gosling is in there, one of my favorite actors. He's mm-hmm. going to be the gullible idiot of the whole thing. Yeah. I think so. It's going to be good. Yeah, but I, I third, she's going to direct the Narnia movies now. They're going to make more. Greta. Yeah. Greta. Uh, Gerwig? Gerwig, yeah. Thurnberg. Thurnberg. <laughs> That's what I jumped to <laughs> my head. Greta Van Fleet. Do you know who that is? No, I have it's no like idea. A band. Greta Van Fleet is directing the Narnia <laughs> movies. So I, I wonder if those are going to be good. I like Harry Potter movies. You know, it's kid fantasy. You know, imagine if Thurnberg did direct Narnia. And because you go in there and it's like a snow valley. <laughs> okay. Like, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the, the lions are talking. <laughs> It's only 2028. <laughs> People are half goats now, you know? Um, How dare you? Look what they did to James McAvoy. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think this is going to be a good summer for the movies. So far, they've been pretty good. Yeah. I've been enjoying them. Superhero stuff, more of those to come. I think horror sure. movies are back. Yeah, in full swing. Um, what else is there? Marvels is coming this year, right? Marvels. Is that summertime though? Summer, summer, summertime? I don't know when it's coming out. Yeah. Marvel changes so much that I don't even know anymore. Yeah, they're going to probably rope in another Marvel in there too that we can just get sneak in somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm interested though. Yeah. yeah. Loki. Someone, oh, Loki, okay. In the, in the comfort TV of your shows home. Now, Loki, yeah, yeah. Yeah. TV series. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good slate of things. I, I hear like the the um the actors for the movies are watching each other's movies. Like they're making a big show of it, like Tom Cruise is watching Barbie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like a sweet, cute thing. And I think they're really like enjoying each other. It's it's I think it's it's a good slate this year. Do you think Margot Robbie watches the Mission Impossible movies? I bet she's seen all of them. I bet she's a diehard fan. Mm, maybe we'll talk about it in the news. Oh, Maybe, maybe well, she, she's been busy. Yeah. Why don't you explain how the show works? Here 
our reader copy podcast, we split up to three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And today, we're talking about Batman versus Predator. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories, where we talk about been watching, reading, anything we've been playing, any uh, entertainment enjoyed this week. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, San Diego Comic Con's like next week, I think. Is it? Oh wow! Yeah, I am not going. Uh, I don't think I've ever wanted to go. No, not not even just a I, slight pull. Maybe, I, but what if before it was big when you were just a comic book? Okay, fan yeah. Back but then. The, I mean, I know this is a comic book podcast, and it's that's like the mecca, right? But uh, it's just like mecca. There's too many people. <laughs> <laughs> it's unsweaty. Yeah, I don't want to be that close to people. Right. Yeah. Especially comic book fans. Yes. So <laughs> that's um, a double whammy. It's just too crowded. Uh, I think that's why Marvel's not going. Oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> Kevin Feige needs AC. But DC is going to be there. And I think uh, the cast of the new Superman movie might also be there because they announced who they were. Yes, we have announced David Corrin Sweat is playing Superman uh, Clark Kent. And of course, Rachel Brosnahan is playing Lois Lane for the Superman Legacy movie directed by James Gunn. Yeah. Um, I like the casting. I'm happy with it, I think. Out of the six, there's like six actors and actresses, right? Three and three, right? Yeah, three yeah. and three. I think this is probably the best pairing out of all of them. I don't know if I like the other two um, potential actors for Clark. Who who else was in it? There? Was, was it like, uh, um, Nicholas Holt? Nicholas no? Holt, which I never really saw Superman in him. Yeah. And then I forget the other one. Just another. This guy, Corn Sweat, he's got the curly hair thing already. It's like a quaff. Yeah, he's got the jawline. Sure. He's kind of a skinnier guy. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be like, you know, Henry Cavill big. I guess it's a good contrast. Yeah. I got to go new. But um, maybe like a, the guy on the Lois and Superman Clark CW show. Whatever the new it's one, sure. <laughs> the Adventures of Superman and Clark. <laughs> Clo- L- Lois and Clark is the old one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Clark and Lois, I think. This new it's, one. Okay. It's just his flip. Yeah. Um, that guy's not that big. No. But he's a good Superman. I think he does look like a leading man, though. A leading yeah. TV man. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just going to say. Um, so I think this Cornstar guy is going to be good. He looks like, like you said, jawline, good looking guy. Kind of a slender. I think he might be the skinniest and tallest Superman. He looks like it. I, yeah. I don't, can't tell. You just see him in, by himself in these photos, but... Uh, you know, what's the whole deal? Is he, he does look younger, um, which I think they're going for for legacy. You know you know what it is for me? It's the eyes. All right. <laughs> you can fall right in them. I kind of just look at his picture and it's the blue eyes. Like, look, that's Superman right there. Okay. All right. Like, it's like a, a pool you can swim into. I just trust him. Yeah. He's going to save the day. <laughs> I, I feel safe. You're in a car. Uh, that fell off a bridge. He's the one that's going to save you. Yeah, he's, I'm going like, to ah! And then you don't see him yet, but the camera pans down and he's caught it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be happy to be saved by this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who's going to write about it is Rachel Brosnahan. She's playing Lois Lane. I think she has the right attitude. The moxie. The moxie. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good word for like this old school style, mm-hmm. right? Uh, coming up of Marvelous Miss Maisel. Right. Right. Someone. She's going to do like this old school, like, hey, Superman, I don't want to write about you. <laughs> what does this take place? <laughs> I'm uh, Rachel Brosnahan. What if everyone talked like modern, but she still sounded like that? I honestly think that's what they're going to do. Because <laughs> I think they, they want this golden age style i think the, a, a drop of that at least and okay. she's gonna give that i think she's gonna be she's that the old school vibe between the couple the pair of them she's the one that's gonna bring that and then almost like <laughs> hey that soups you're right newspapers for sale he's gonna everyone's gonna have a nickname by the time she meets them 
She works at the Daily Planet, old school, you know, Mad Men. She could be a bad, but like like the cartoon version of Mad Men or something. That's what she's like. Mm, yeah. I imagine. Okay, here's a really important question. Mm. Does this Superman have the red underwear on the outside? The trunks? They're because trunks. They're, I mean, they're not trunks. They cut into the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he he has to, right? Well, I mean, Cavill didn't. Yeah. Have you seen that old picture of Cavill when like they first did the... He did like a outfit fitting, not the one he's going to wear. Okay. And it's like the old school Christopher Reeves. He looks ridiculous because yeah. he's not buff yet even. Oh, was it like loose on him or something? Yeah. It looks wow. like a Halloween costume. Wow. And it, yeah, you're right. It does look dumb. <laughs> well, the I, trunks. I don't, I don't know. I think I like the trunks. You do like the trunks. I just never thought about it, but like Superman should have them, I think. What do they do with the Cavill one? It's like like a belt there's like some design that almost looks like wings but it's blue on blue so you don't really it's notice. Blue? Yeah. oh okay I it's not it was red. It's, he doesn't have a thing there nothing near the car i'm just saying like he doesn't have like <laughs> underwear Lost no, like overwear what a scam <laughs> hey big boy yeah, yeah don't take me next time <laughs> Um, yeah, when you think of like Adam West, Batman, he had the underwear, but I guess yeah. modern Batman costumes don't. He, do, I think he does have like a separation. Like it's like a, <laughs> there's a seam. I think it's not really a different color for him, but Just there's a accentuate. seam. Yeah. The focal point. What's it called? A jock plate, right? Is that what it's called? I think so. I think Batman's got to wear one. I, maybe not Superman. It's like a cup. You're right. That's like number one you're going to kick when you're a criminal, mm -hmm. you know. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Um, Dark Knight. Now that they've casted this, I don't know who the villain is yet, but I'm assuming in this world there's a Lex Luthor. Okay. It's big bad. Is there any kind of like, now that you know that it's these characters kind of like that age, what kind of Lex Luthor are you looking at? Are we talking um, Gene Hackman style? Gene Hackman. Are we going younger like um, Michael Rosenbaum? From Smallville. I like that version better. Mm -hmm. And I think you can go that serious with it it's not like angry or like throwing around like kevin spacey but right. kind of like a like a friend like old friend michael rosenbaum right yeah i think that can work and he might be the right age now is he a little bit older than these these two you think probably michael rosenbaum i'm guessing he's mid 40s but he still looks pretty young shave the head yeah. back he'll look right age he's friends with james gunn friends with james that's right oh yeah yeah and i, I remember like he was on his podcast talking yeah. about like he's his favorite lex luther oh really yeah he was wow. like gene hackman's kind of kind of silly in the old movie and the, mov the movies sure. are silly but he's yeah. like for that reason you're my favorite Lex Luthor Michael Rosenbaum not Kevin Spacey no wow no surprising I think he didn't just didn't watch it if he did he would love it <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming they'll be at San Diego Comic-Con. We'll probably get to, you know, hear from them and, and maybe get some concept art. That'd be really cool. I would really love that. The thing is, the reason what the people are thinking they casted them so early uh -huh. is because of the SAG-AFRA strike. So does that constitute them being able to go to cons, Comic-Cons? They're not acting. I, I, I don't know what the deal is, what the, this whole strike is. They can't go anywhere if they're on strike? I don't I have no idea, but like that's up in the air. That's, I think that's people are saying what what does the strike constitute still too like they don't have that they're on not official like the actors guild is not on strike yet right i guess not it's but they the did writers. they did want to cast they cast them before in case there was a actor strike mm. so i think that's why they got it in early so but i don't know when it starts what if they'll overlap with comic-con hopefully not i think hopefully not i think even if there's a strike there's a strong chance they'll be there um because marvel's not there dc wants to do a good showing for sure yeah and um it's they're not acting they're just appearing yeah i 
I don't know what the deal is. I, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, are they going to be booted out of the SAG or whatever if they do show up? I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm wondering if there's, like, some type of, like, you can't do business. It's, like, Sunday, you know? It's, like, the what, Sabbath. What you're, you're not allowed to work. Chick-fil-A? Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, I, I do kind of like this casting. Yeah. As far as, if those are my only options, the ones that they're talking about, this is probably my preferred pairing. I mean, I've never seen this guy on screen before. That's the, just the, that's the thing of it. I hope he's good, but it's almost better for me that like I kind of want a fr- new face yeah when they get new faces to play iconic characters it's always good like hating Christensen right or, or uh, even Brendan Roth with the same character um okay hating Christensen that's not fair because he's taking over someone else that already did the role <laughs> no one's ever played Superman before <laughs> who played the role the little kid from Phantom Menace right <laughs> It's not a fresh face. It doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I think that's why they casted him so they could appear at San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Um, and it's also kind of the same reason why Marvel's not going to go is because they're not done casting their big movies yet. Fantastic Four. I mean, we announced a couple of weeks ago, there's a, a rumored casting, almost like official casting, but it looks like possibly Margot Robbie and Adam Driver are out for the role right. of Mr. Fantastic and Susan Storm. I think the idea was... They kind of each liked the idea that the other person was going to be in it. So it was like either both of us or or none of us. Because like once one dropped out, which I think might have been Adam Driver, um, the other one didn't want to do it anymore. Meaning Margot. Yeah. You think, okay, they like that they had the star power and like acting yeah, you chops. Know, you're going to spend multiple movies acting with somebody. Okay. I think you want to be with someone who's, you know, a, a very good actor also. Yeah. And these two are great actors, but if once one doesn't want to do it, I could see why the other one bailed. Uh, yeah. I, I, the rumor was um, money. Is, yes. Is, they, they were not paying them enough. Like they would, they didn't negotiate a deal where they're like happy to jump on board yet. Right. I heard it up close to like 30 mil each a movie. 30 mil a movie? Yeah. Was Would that be like the first movie and then it goes up from there? or something or I just mean, like that, the average I think because it's multiple movie deal obviously yeah and I think that's why Marvel hesitated because it can only go up each movie negotiations yeah, yeah. so they gotta start at a more reasonable pay so that way when they go up to negotiate they have you know headroom yeah okay so so it's, it's sticky waters there I mean it's yeah. inflation it's inflation Marvel just pay up <laughs> <laughs> I think um 30 mil is like what what Robert Downey was getting later in his contract later really oh yeah. wow I think he was getting more more because of like producer pay and stuff like that. Back end. But just as an actor, I think it was like that. So they wanted Robert Downey money on the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, two of them. Yeah. They, they've made themselves stars outside of Marvel already. I mean, Rob Downey too, but obviously he had a yeah. second life in Marvel. Sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and these two are at the top of their game. Barbie's going to be hit. You know, <laughs> Adam Driver, he's, he's one of the most good soup. Good soup. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I I'm honestly not too hurt about it because Adam Driver. I don't know if I ever saw him as a Reed Richards. He's he's too wide. He's not too. He's not t- long <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I didn't see him as a Reed Richards, and also like Margot Robbie. I'm kind of like a little tired of. I don't say tired oh, no. of her. I'm just saying like whenever there's a blonde female role, she's the top of the list, and I'm like she can't play everybody. Yeah, with a Harley Quinn, fans loved it because she had the accent already, or like you know can do the accent from. Yeah, of Wall Street, but I don't know. I don't know if she was like the perfect for Holly Quinn role. There's, there might have been a better actress out there to fit the role. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> but uh, who who could fill the roles? I don't know if I have anyone well, this, in mind for. Yeah, I think all the old rumored names are now popping up again. Back in there, the P- Penn Bagley. 
Right. Um, I think um, Dev Patel was a, a bigger name. Consideration. Which I kind of like that idea. idea. He seems like a smart guy. You know, that's what you need from a de- uh, from a Reed Richards. Right? And then for Sue, I think like Jody Cormer, is that her last name? From Killing Eve. Okay. Yeah. I, I did like that casting. Yeah. And, and then the- also... Um, Vanessa Kirby, I think, is the name thrown out there. She's been uh in the in the recent weeks been like throwing her hat in the ring for yeah. I'd, I'd be happy to like with the press junk that she's doing. Yeah. I think she's in the new Mission Possible. Right. So like people have asked her is she been in talks with Marvel for this role, and I think she can do the like um you know Susan Storm is kind of one of the sexier characters. Maybe she could do that part, but I don't know if she's as the a rest- brains. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just like Susan Storm's like. I guess she's a strong woman, Mr. Yeah. Kirby. She's more important, I think, to cast correctly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if you just cast any actress and they don't fill that role properly, I think it, it's going to hurt the rest of the cast because she's important to Marvel beyond Fantastic Four. Like You think so? I think she's important... And like with the Avengers and all the all of them. Yeah, she could be in the room and boss people around at least. You know, at least be a voice in the room. Right. I think be the right head on the shoulders as far as strategy mm-hmm. compared to like Reed. Um, David Diggs also not locked in for um Grim. What's his name? Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm. The yeah, thing. Thing. Yeah. Uh, which I'm okay with because I think they should get someone else. <laughs> wow, really? I I that's such a hard role. I guess they were going somewhere different with it. I I did say I liked it with him and Adam Driver because because okay. they did seem like a weird pair, and that's what looking for with these two yeah. two characters um, an old name that I liked was uh, Jason Siegel Jason Siegel as a thing yeah. okay yeah he could bring the laughs he could, he's a likable guy for sure mm-hmm. I could see him yelling at clobber in time <laughs> I could see that going down so uh, yeah I mean I think this is why Marvel's not gonna be there at San Diego Comic Con I think they wish they had cast this already but I think it's also the reason they're delaying a lot of their movies okay because they don't have a cast in. oh wow right. maybe they had they were planning on going and it fell out and this like this is the news of why like we're not gonna go because of yeah, this I think it's so too wow okay hmm. do you want M Driver for um, Doctor Doom would that be less pay would that be less movies I think it'd be too too similar to Kylo Ren yeah already I love yeah. the idea but I see what you're saying what if we flipped it the other way huh and we got like Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor to play a villain oh I see okay as as Reed Rich I mean as Doctor Doom yeah huh I, I don't know. I always see him as a good guy in anything he's in. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't see him being evil. Um, but yeah, Dr. Doom. I think Dr. Doom, do, do you think the whoever gets cast as Dr. Doom would get as much money as Reed Richards? Like, are those roles just as important as each other? Dr. Doom is like a villain for so many characters. Yes. I don't, I don't know what their plans are for a Dr. Doom. Yeah. Because if you're talking about like Thanos level, right? Yeah. Thanos appeared in what? Three movies? It's like full movies. Like Guardians was, he was like in a scene and a half. Yeah. But it's, it's such an important character. You know, it's you're building phases around the character. I think Kang is going to be in more movies than Thanos will be. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you're, uh, we have to build him up to be this villain. I don't think yeah. we've successfully done that with Kang with Quantumania yet. You know what I'm saying? I think he's trying to do that in real life. Build up All to right. Be <laughs> Oh my God. I, well, honestly, I've heard the rumor, the <laughs> things that came out what? of the first court appearance, what? and it's like positive that he is innocent. Like, there's a lot of evidence towards his innocence. When she gets out of prison, she's going to be leaning on his Cadillac. He's like, You don't remember me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to be a boxer. Yeah. She's going to be a heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> Uh, I I hope he's innocent. Yeah, I hope nothing bad went down. <laughs> Me too. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Uh, in Otherworld, um, we're also in the middle of like um, Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. I don't think they're the real Avengers because the real Avengers are doing a musical. <laughs> <laughs> they're warming up their vocal cords. Um, just opened, I think, like last week. Yeah. And Disney's California Adventure in Anaheim is the Rogers musical that was in uh, Hawkeye. That's right. Now the, the real life thing they're doing, like a, it's like a 40 minute show. Right. So it's telling the real life story of Steve Rogers <laughs> and how he became Captain America. Yeah. But this time in musical form. So now it's a fictionalization yeah. of a real life story. I can't wait for Rogers the musical, the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who would they cast? <laughs> I mean, this is fun. It looks just like from the the series. Just as cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I I really want to watch it, but unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be there during its um, run. I don't think so. So the run is June 30th to August 31st. Yeah. That really is like, yeah, two months. Two months. It looks really funny, really cool. Um, If you're going to go to Disneyland, you definitely got to check it out. Yeah. If you can get a spot. I I bet it's probably going to be, if it's only two months, I thought it was going to be like an ongoing thing. But I I get it with these performance things. They have to go on little short bursts right yeah but uh if yeah if you're if you're gonna go there already go ahead and for sure go to i think the hyperion theater yeah mm-hmm. i wonder you think it'll actually like go to broadway <laughs> i mean it, stranger things have happened the spider-man musical i right. hear is like ridiculous and good like people actually kind of like it when it worked because i know half the time it didn't work is that true because like musical people were getting hurt because oh, it's right. a lot of wiry um hanging from the ceiling stuff trapeze yeah uh and i think the, like they had to get like 20 people to play Spider-Man because they kept getting hurt. I could believe that. Oh, getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, I just thought it'd be the strain on your body, but wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of wanted to see it. I, <laughs> if they can just tone it down, maybe not so much mm-hmm. getting hurt. I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> But the the Rogers one, what do you think about it? You think it's gonna be good? It looks ridiculous. Like it, it's it's in sure. it's, the original thing was a joke, and now we yeah. just made it live. I I wish I could see it. I would want to watch it. I mean, they have like a Nick Fury singing in it. True. Yeah. I. You know what? I bet it's gonna be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Recorded like Hamilton is. Oh right. Yeah. They'll probably release it eventually. Month, two months later, probably. Yeah. I wish it wasn't Captain America though. Like do Infinity War. The whole thing. <laughs> So it ends with them, like half of them dying. All right. <laughs> well, sorry, you you <laughs> you actors, you're out of the job. Half of you guys are out of the job. <laughs> the other half, you have to save your jobs. <laughs> Do Civil War, so they're actually like fighting in, in the musical. Jeez. Okay. There's Winter Soldier. Do yeah. Know? It's like nations fighting each other. <laughs> that <laughs> might be too real right now. Tony uh, Tony's like he killed my mom. Oh my god. <laughs> Your mom's name is Peggy, whatever. Yeah. yeah, this one, I mean, Hulk looks so zesty. <laughs> I, I didn't, uh, there's a thing where like smoke, like they throw like a smoke bomb or something. Oh, yeah. To portray his transformation. I think he just takes off his shirt and he's like green under. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He, that's how he hulks out. Right. He's got like a green hoodie. Yeah. He, that's how he looks bulky, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Looks dumb. I mean, you know what it looks like is like in Ragnarok when they do uh, plays of themselves, like there's Matt Damon. Yeah. It looks just like that. It looks like that quality. But singing this time, so maybe that singing is going to... You know how in the park, there's people dressed as a superheroes, like like they're in character, like uh-huh. Thor and Doctor Strange, right? You're talking about like on like in LA? Yeah, like in... in No, like in California Adventure. Oh, in Disney, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the amusement park, there are characters that you can take pictures with. Of course, yeah. Do you think when they go backstage and they see the other, like the musical Thor, think like, this guy's not the real Thor. <laughs> I'm the real Thor. 
<laughs> you think like he sings out of him? And maybe they're I bet they're the same ones. Same same actors doing both. Well, I don't know. You don't know? It is, it is yeah, the pipes. Same, the thing the singer uh, Thor is like more schlubby. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a drunk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been kind of interested in watching musicals or like plays. Like there's been a lot of ads for them online. What like do you maybe, want? Harry Potter? Uh, the Harry Potter one, Cursed Child. I am minorly interested in watching that one, but it, it's apparently some money. I think they all are, I guess. Yeah. it's And the the real plays, like when you go, they're long that they, you have to have a break in the middle. It's like three hours total? At least. At least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's intermission, but I mean, you're getting, that means you're getting money's worth. I guess. I don't know if I could sit through it. I think I would enjoy Cursed Child. Um, there's a Book of Mormon one. I think that's funny. It's mm. long running. I don't know. We've just been getting asked for them. Like, I'm wondering wicked. that a wicked. Actually, I have a no someone that's been to that and said it was awesome. Really? Yeah. In New York. Oh, in New York. Yeah, that's the, the real one. one. Yeah, the, the real one. Okay. But, you know, same, same, there's one in San Francisco that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they move in and over here. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering, like, maybe this is for me. Maybe I'd enjoy this. But I'll wait for this thing because it's only 30 minutes, this Rogers thing. Yeah. Nice sampler. See if I like it or not. <laughs> I wish we could go. Uh, I don't think it's in the cards, but, um, Maybe you're right. Maybe they will release it on Disney Plus one day. Yeah, we can finally see. We'd sing along. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it for the news this week. Uh, we want to thank you guys for subscribing, and if you have not already, please feel free to do so. Just hit that follow button in any of your podcast apps, and do us a favor also and find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us here and over there. All right, it's time to get into the comic book this week. It is Batman versus Predator. I like comic books. And with that, I sometimes like to look up uh, comic book YouTubers okay. and look up what they're suggesting, right? And this book actually popped up in some of their suggestions. Batman versus Predator. I mean, that just sounds ridiculous. If you think about it, Batman, the Dark Knight versus an alien predator. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's used to fighting like uh serial killers i guess clowns you know guys that makes riddles but him finding like an invisible alien predator yeah kind of where did that come from okay and i think that you know when you mash up these crossovers you kind of just automatically think these are cash grabs you know big names they're just tossing together mm-hmm. just to make a thing but i a lot of youtubers a lot of like um you know comic book reviewers say this is like it, it's just an action-packed thing action-packed comic book but but it's well made in that that aspect. It is. It lands those those beats that you need, and it does give you like predator movie vibes to a thing. Yeah, right? maybe outside of the the jungle, the forest, or whatever. You're in Gotham, mm-hmm. but you know some similar. Have you seen all vibes. the Predator movies? No, I don't know if I've seen any of them. Oh, I've, really? I think I've only seen the Alien versus Predator movies. Those are the worst ones. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, those are the ones I've seen actually. Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't know why the I know all the like the jokes of the first one of. Um, you know, he, I know like story beats in the first side. Maybe I've seen scenes, but I've never seen the whole thing together. Oh, Predator 2. No, I always thought like, oh, it's a sequel. It's going to be worse. But is it? Is it just as good? It's worse. It's worse. But it's in the city. Oh, so more like this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I, I know some scenes from that too. And is, is there Arnold in that one? No. No Arnold. Do you know who the star is? It's a lethal weapon guy, right? Or no? What's his name? Danny Glover. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. I pulled it out. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Glover versus Predator. That's uh, a big step down from Arnold 
course, now you're down to Danny Glover. Wow. I'm just saying, it's like, so mean. he's a come- come- comedic he- actor action movie guy. Was he too old for this at that point already? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any of the Lethal Weapon movies yet either. Um, so I've got a lot of like old 90s movies on my on my list I gotta watch. I gotta run for Blockbuster. Uh, <laughs> this, of course, comes from Dark Horse and DC Comics, the mashup. Um, kind of the early stuff with them crossing over in 91. Three issues in total were reading for this first volume, but this was a hit. And with that, they had other sequels, two more of these Batman vs. Predator books, uh, Blood Match and Ooh. Blood Ties. Ooh. Two sequels, uh, 11 issues in total for all of those. Our writer today is uh, David Gibbons. I've seen interviews with him and he's English guy. David Gibbons, he talks with a low raspy voice. Oh, really? Yeah. He's worked with Alan Moore on uh, Watchmen. Uh, for the Man Who Has Everything, that other Alan. Keep, keep up the accent. David Gibbons. He's also worked on, I'm getting tired, <laughs> 2008, many, many issues. It's more raspy, actually. I, I did a bad job of it. Um, but he, he's, uh, you know, I mean, Watchmen, that's a huge book for, yeah. for anybody to be on. So he's known for that, of course. Um, Andy Kubert is our penciler, and then Adam Kubert is the inker. So the brothers duo mm-hmm. are on the art side of things. Andy is uh, one on uh, What Happened to the Cape Crusader. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint, a couple weeks ago, we did his book. Right. Um, some X-Men books. Uh, Adam, Adam Kubert, he's worked on Hulk, Action Comics, uh, Ultimate X-Men. I think I've seen a lot of his stuff. He's like, like that Wolverine that's like more, you know, 2000s looking, yeah. you know, without the mask. That's him. Um, and Adam Kubert actually went and got an Eisner for this book, for his inking. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I like the art style in this book. I'd say like the penciling style. It's like still got the brawny 90s X-Men stuff, but not exaggerated like a Liefeld or a Jim Lee, I well, think. I- it, some scenes or some yeah some panels look Dark Knight Returns ish yeah yeah for sure and the vibe of it is definitely that yeah like um, there's a lot of like uh, the news anchor in the background good point yeah, yeah. There's a like, lot of that that's how got people got their news back then yeah no social media <laughs> I think social media should replace like TV reporting and comic books is that hard to do yeah it's super hard to do either way <laughs> Um, so it opens up and it's Gotham at night and it's actually game night. It's boxing night, right? A game, a boxing match is going on. Think of it as like, kind of like Vegas on, on fight night. Right. And it is these two, um, heavyweights duking it out. And these guys are actually, think of them as like the two like avatars or like there is like a cold war between two uh, gangsters of the town. And they are like their sponsors for these fighters. Right. right? They're, they're it's a big professional boxing match but yeah. like really it's the two gangs against each other yeah the two like mob bosses yeah. they pay they, they, they pay these guys they're the boss yeah, so each like, one represents like the each family. side right exactly and they, these are two characters that we've never really seen in any of the other Batman comics um, the mob bosses one of them his name is Jaeger mm-hmm. and he's like kind of like a comic book Nick Fury looking. He's really got an eye patch with white hair. Yeah. He's like a tall guy. And then Broden, who's like kind of a schlubby guy, always smoking a cigar, kind of short. But at the end of the day, they're two both just mob boss criminals, right? Like kingpins of the city. Right. And it's like, you know, a big fancy night out to this boxing match. Everyone's there. They're all wearing like tuxedos to of this course. thing. Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, we see Jaeger and his guy won. So there's yeah. like dashing 
um, criminal guy. He's he's up. He's winning, and he's also the guy who's trying to go legitimate. Mm-hmm. Still got dirty hands with what he he I don't know pays for like yeah. people on the table, whatever. Um, but he's trying to go look legitimate now, right? Right. So he's hanging out with like legitimate rich people, yes, like a Bruce Wayne, like Bruce Wayne, like the mayor introduces yeah. Jaeger to Bruce Wayne, and he's like, "Oh, you have to know this guy. He's coming up in that town, but really, he's just getting clean. Like he's big in the town already, but trying he's to be legitimate, laundering his money. Exactly nowadays." And uh, Bruce Wayne, he's showing out. He's like, he wants to know all the, the dirty people of the town. So he's saying hello to Jaeger yeah. and like give him a, a handshake. While Gordon is there like, oh, uh, Jaeger, you're you're not getting enough money from crime now. You're going to uh, sponsor boxing mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's really just a dig. And you kind of get to see like... Gordon is the one with the may with the with the morals in the town, right? While uh, even the mayor, um, it looks like Bruce Wayne is getting chummy with, with um, with the Jaeger, like the underground, the underground, of exactly. And then Broden, he kind of just uh, bum rushes his way out of the 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 coliseum of the fight because he's he's a loser, right? He's right. like this shit, like ah, he's smoking a cigar, dang it, I'm gonna get you back, Jaeger. He's like yelling at him. Um, but Jaeger's champion, right? The boxer that won the match, he's he's laid up in the Plaza Hotel of Gotham City, and he's with his boo, and he's he's basically like enjoying the night because he's a he's a champion, right? Yeah, he's he's Connor, you know, winning the match, managing fight, type Mike Tyson, you know, to the champion, of yeah, the right now. Uh, and he's like like you said, he's in like the penthouse suite. Yeah, this artwork in this book reminds me of Batman '89. It's like all these tall buildings. Okay, and like this this guy's suite. It's like the ceilings are like three stories up. Yeah. <laughs> Impossible. Right. Yeah. Like the, the good point. The architecture looks unreal. Yeah. It's like an animated series. Yeah, exactly. So I, I bet this got inspiration from that too. And he's in bed with like his woman and she's like celebrating her like, oh man, I can't, you're, you did a great job tonight. And you can tell he's kind of just like, doesn't really care about her. He's oh, yeah. just using her. It's for the night. He's like, whatever. I'm so tired. Whatever, get out of here. Yeah. And he's like ignoring her. And all of a sudden like Blood starts dripping from the ceiling. The hell? <laughs> so the glass roof just shatters and falling down, we could see there's some type of monster or some type of menace in the room. We never get a good look at it, but of course there's a, a big net that comes out and uh, bundles up the champion and he gets killed by whoever that is that broke in. And you, you know what you don't, what you don't see is it looks more scary, right? Right. And you just see the reflection and we, all you see is like the silhouette of the champion's skull getting pulled out of his head really gory sight it's it's gruesome because like uh, even the net that he got shot and caught in yeah it's like ripping through his skin like it's so tight yeah. I think it's like a metallic net like legit equipment yeah. right something also he was naked so he was just in bed with all of it <laughs> his guards are not up right his dukes <laughs> his dukes are not up <laughs> Um, so crime scene there, right? Of course, all the cops show up a uh, little while later, and then boom, rushing in there is uh, the Dark Knight, Batman. Right. And it's not like um, in the Batman the movie where he kind of wa- slowly walks in. He like jumps in there, and he's like showing his cape. It's like Spawn. Yeah, his cape is huge. And the cops like 
like him, like they work with him. Yeah. Not like you said in the movie where they don't trust him. I think this is the um, like time in Batman's career where like the world knows he exists and he's fighting evil. Right. And he's in good with the cops, in good with Gordon, but um, really they're just on the same side, right? Also, I'll say this is the best version of the Batman costume. Oh. This is the gray and blue with the yellow emblem. You like that look? That's the best Batman costume. And you'd want that in live action? Can I mean, it translate uh, as good? Uh, we're talking the um, the Flash. Ben Affleck was that. Yeah, it was the blue and gray. People hated that costume. No, the the um the extra mesh. Stuff yeah, that also. I hated. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think you're right with the colors. I think the I colors agree. were the blue and gray, though. I'll agree with that one. Yeah, but the the extra stuff. The, I mean, that's for the movie. It's hard to land. It's just I'm saying, like, <laughs> if we're talking comic books, blue and gray is the best Batman. Is it costume? I, you think it wouldn't work, but even in this seriousness, it still works, apparently. Like, he's got a bright yellow belt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a target, right? You know, hit me, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, braggadocious. Also, uh, the blue underwear. We were talking about the Superman trucks? earlier. Okay. He's got the blue underwear over the green. So you got pants. to have it. Yeah, it's iconic. Okay, well, I, I guess we're calling it. We need trunks in both of those guys. <laughs> Those are those leaders. Uh, now we see, of course, Batman's like, well, if the champion of the Jaeger mm-hmm. is killed, it's obviously just the other guy getting back at him, Broden, the other right. mob boss. And so he pays a visit to Broden and it's at his um, his uh, boxing gym. And Broden is just yelling at his guy, like, you loser, you just let Jaeger win this thing? Wow. His guy's beat up though. Yeah, his he lost. Like, <laughs> he's got eyes almost coming out of his socket. His yeah. arms are all bandaged up. Meanwhile, this guy, Broden's like screaming in his ear. And Batman is going to give him some bad news too as he goes in there and basically just beats up a lot of Broden's men too, the other ones, right? Not the, right. Not the fighter. But he's like, it's obvious you did this, but Broden is not giving up. He's like, it wasn't me. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. He's I was just, just here all night yelling at this guy. Right. My guys will tell you. Yeah. Um, so no trace there. So he just like goes back to the bat cave. All the while we realize there's someone following him, seeing him in a heat vision, right? Yeah. Uh, so someone's following Batman. And we finally see Alfred there. And he he's always, you know, helpful Alfred, helping him out, um, getting out his, his nice clothes, what to change into. And um, we just get a sense that Alfred's always there to help with the... Uh, the bat equipment in the bat cave. I'm gonna get a look of it too. Mm-hmm. I love the when we get to see the bat cave. Yeah, so so it's the ones with like the giant T Rex and the giant penny and stuff. Old school style. It's that Batman. Yeah, and for some reason, even like this ridiculous stuff still works, and when it's a yeah, bit well, on the serious side with this. Why would he have that? <laughs> It's trophies, right? I guess, yeah. Oh, that's a good that's a good connection. I'm yeah, gonna bring that yeah. But uh you see we see now a couple hours later there was a a massacre at the boxing gym at where Broden was at. Yeah. Where we were just at. Um Batman goes back there and really it's just a sight. There's like blood everywhere across the the boxing mat. And basically everyone's dead except for the old guy. The old guy, you know, there's every box gym has the old guy. I was like, sure. you're going to eat lighting and crap on now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The that's guy. Polly, right? From the Rocky, right? No, that's Mickey. Mickey, Mickey's name. That guy at this gym was mm-hmm. like, it was something not human that took these guys out. Uh, he, he wasn't talking at all, except he was saying a few things in low voices. It sounded it sounded like a recording, though. It sounded mm. like you, Batman. <laughs> Something creepy. 
Um, and you just get a, a sense that this guy is shaken, really, right, with what he saw. And then he, right away, he gets killed. There's like a, a, a laser beam that gets blown out through his chest. While he's talking to Batman, like right in front of him. In the middle of it. And then the cops that are there just kind of shoot up into the sky because they think someone is obviously attacking them. Um, but they, they don't get a trace of it. And then Batman's like looking up there trying to see what's going on. And it's the iconic like three dots like being targeted on him, like right on the bat symbol. Yeah. It's like the three dots like I see you, but you can't see me. Like I'm saying, it's a target on his chest, right? Um, a, good, a good fight is coming about. So with this whole uh, amok going around, it's obvious like the... There's a back and forth between the two mob bosses. That's at least what it looks like, right? Yeah. So they try to square away with like a, a talk at a conference, right? A, a conference truce. room, truce, yeah. talk it through. And they neither of them are given up that they started the fight. Yeah, because they obviously think the other one did it. Right. And they're just arguing, but it just, they never get resolve it. When, of course, out of nowhere comes in, uh, some invisible figure breaks into the room through the glass window. And there's a, a, another fight going on. There's like a big, like metal frisbee comes shooting yeah, out. Blade. Blade cutting, cutting people's throats. Laser beams getting fired out of nowhere. And, of course, Batman has to swing in there and trying to save the day. And save at least whoever's there, and then finally the predator uh, reveals himself outside of his invisible cloak. Looking, now thing. That he's in front of Batman. Yeah, and Predator is like he's bigger than Batman, of course, and it just looks just like the movies, like monster with like the the blades coming out of one arm, and it's got like the laser rocket cannon over one shoulder. Yeah, something like he almost looks like a humanoid alligator type thing. Yeah, but like, but he's got the metal helmet on, right? That right. iconic one, iconic look. Um, and finally, the, the humans are seeing this alien in front of them like, what was that? As he yeah. kind of just runs out of the building. Uh, Gordon is even like, has anyone seen that in Gotham so far? Such a strange thing. But like, Batman follows it. They're used to seeing a guy in a bat costume. That's yeah. nothing. Right. They're friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, there's some t- that thing murdered them and they, they don't even know what it is. As uh, it looks like the the predator snuck away into a junkyard uh, down the street. Batman follows it. Um, he even like pulls out like little nail cutters, like <laughs> slippers, oh, oh, yeah. to like cut through a chain link fence. Right. But it's like super small. Like I don't know why they even drew this in. What can you fit inside of a utility belt? You know, <laughs> it looks like he like unfolded like the smallest pair of like clippers. <laughs> you can't fit big pliers or whatever it is. <laughs> it just jump over the fence, Batman. There's that. There's that. <laughs> But he gets in there, right? It's dark night. Uh, everything's cloudy. We see like the owner of the junkyard and his place, and it's just skull and bones now there. Yeah. Like, he was killed off. And he sees a trail of blood from the predator. So he's following that. But it's not regular blood. It's like predator blood. Like it's like glowing yellow. Oh, yeah. And he tries to throw out like a, a smoke bomb to get it to distract it, right? To mm-hmm. get it to throw it off. And then he tosses like a, a bolt uh, just past him to get his attention. Mm-hmm. And then coming swinging in there is the big junkyard crane holding a bunch of trash like a car and just like side swipes the predator and he's now buried like under a bunch of like just like rubble yeah so batman kind of like tries to look into it to see if he's alive taken out and a laser beam just shoots out and pretty much like grazes the side of batman so he's kind of hit and then um predator now has the upper hand on batman and he's kind of like just like beating him up now beating the crap out of him tosses like the car like on top of him and Bruce Wayne is just a man, right? Right. He's just a regular person. He's getting beat to hell right now. 
And then he calls his uh, Batmobile using a remote control to drive <laughs> to him. And then he just kind of just jumps into the Batmobile trying to save himself. And uh, you, you, you hear the Predator. He yeah. does that like recording voice and he says like, son of a bitch. Because <laughs> uh, Predator in the first ones at least, he would like record people's voices and then replay it. Really? As like a trap. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he like, he, I guess he recorded other people. He's recording Batman, right? He's yeah. using his voice earlier. But Batman's like in the Batmobile and he could just say like home and it'll drive home. Nice. So he's getting away. The Predator throws like his spear blade thing and it goes through the Batmobile and even hits Batman again while he's trying to like get away. And that, that thing's usually like bulletproof. Yeah. But the Predator Spirit like went right through it. Alien metal, right? Yeah. Breaks straight through into the Batmobile. But Batman is able to get out. Barely. B- very bruised and beat up. Um, And so Gordon, he's like yelling, going back to the mayor and he's like, uh, we got to do something about this. It's an alien, apparently. Yeah. He's just been killing these people. We don't know what it is. But the mayor is also like, actually, you have to do something about this. Because the mayor is like kind of lazy. He's like eating spaghetti while he's having a meeting. <laughs> yeah. And, you You're know, the commissioner. Yeah. This is your job. I mean, and he's being kind of rude about this. But Gordon is still like racking his brain. Has no idea what to do. And then it's just, he is, it, how do you defeat an alien, right? Are you just going to let Batman do it? alien. Right. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, uh, he doesn't know that Batman's this beat up, right? Right. So every night he's projecting the bat signal and it's been like several nights now that he hasn't shown up. Yeah. Bad news. Gotham all knows about it. Broden is getting where he's, he survived actually yeah. back at the, at the um, boxing gym. But he's like, what do I do? Jaeger is taken out, right? Yeah. Like, um, I have no idea what to do here. But then it's funny. His mom gives advice and he's like, this is a perfect opportunity. You have to do what Jaeger was doing. Go legitimate finally (laughs) and take his place. Right. Like now's your opportunity while everyone's like distracted or too scared to do anything. It's your turn to step up. And so he's like, gets a lot of guards together and he's protecting himself, trying to um, protect himself from this alien serial killer going around. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, with the fort he built out, it's no match for the predator and he still hunts down the guards he's got there and just we know those two brongs that the predator has yeah. on his forearm mm-hmm. which just like one swipe takes out two of his guards out <laughs> big slice and uh he's able to um sneak just straight into the fortress of broden and backs him up into a corner it's he, funny because it's him and his mom yeah him and his mom <laughs> and he like the predator like busts through a brick wall like he's <laughs> yeah. the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. And bro's like, what the hell? And the mom just tries to fight the predator, like throwing slapping at him. <laughs> the predator just like kind of throws the mom to the side. Broden like pulls his shotgun. Yeah. But uh predator's laser just like blasts that away. And you don't see it because it's like a comic book, kids book. But it's just like the cigar on the ground with like a trail of blood spilling out yeah. over it. And it, again, it's like what you don't see is is the more right. dramatic stuff. Yeah. Good move on their part, I think. Um, but now we see Bruce Wayne. He's being taken care of again by Alfred. It's been like two weeks now. He's been, of course, he's been like unconscious, we see, right? He's recovering. And this is the funniest shot in the whole comic book. You see Bruce Wayne laying in a hospital bed. And he's just like from toe to head in bandages. Completely covered. His eyes are covered. Right. And he, like- 
only his mouth is open that's unbandaged and then like the has like tubes going up his nostrils too yeah and he just looks like a mummy right now <laughs> i mean like how did he survive alfred yeah i guess alfred like but he's like fully bandaged up that he's that beat up yeah uh you, you could tell like he was on the edge of life with this whole thing really beat up by the predator and it, within like a couple days or maybe a couple hours, he's already like playing with this equipment, trying to fix it up to battle this thing again. Trying to, he's pushing himself really. Like he, he's really still beat up and tired and scraped up. Yeah. But he's gonna push himself to to get back equipped. Like he's building new gadgets and stuff while in bed. Yeah. While his eyes are bandaged closed. <laughs> That's the funny part. He still has bandages on his eyes, <laughs> and he's building new things. <laughs> Um, and basically the predator is like winning right now. He even like gets on a gargoyle and like screams at the sky in victory, like a classic shot. Um, cause the predator, he's like, just like in the movies, like he studies humans, right? Yeah. And he knows like, okay, these two mob groups and Batman like rule the city and I took out all of them. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, these guys are nothing to me. That's all the Predator is about, is like looking at the alpha dog yeah. and who's the biggest fight, and I'm going to fight him. Yeah. And so we see Batman as he's like playing with his equipment, still like barely recovering. He puts on all of his new equipment and it's like a whole new gauntlet, whole new look, right? Can you kind of describe his look here? So like... um <laughs> gonna be funny description but like there's a version of psylocke <laughs> yes i was thinking the same thing actually that is like fully armored up yeah and and like the mask that she has is like almost like double batman ears yeah on each side and it's kind of wide and that's kind of what batman's wearing like it's fully batman but like armor metallic yeah um so it's almost like like a war machine meets batman yeah like a dark knight rises yeah but remember his Returns. eyes were bandaged his mask still doesn't have eye holes. <laughs> it's completely covering his eyes. I don't know what's going on. He's a bat now. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Predator, Predator's invisible anyway. True. So, so yeah, he's like, might as well. It's like, this heightens my other senses. <laughs> I, so it's like an anti-Predator costume, right? He's wearing. Right. I also think it's like half keeping him standing up because he's so yes, injured. He couldn't, like, he is so beat up, but he's like, I can't let anyone else die. Yeah. This Predator's still out there. So he's literally just wearing like a life support costume. <laughs> Right. Um, and we see him. It's very shiny and it's gleaming. And we see it and he's his backdrop is the bad signal. Him and Gordon are there on the rooftop waiting for this Predator to show up to finally show down. Right. And Predator does show up. He shoots Batman with the laser gun, but now he's wearing the armor. So the laser doesn't really affect Batman anymore. Bing. It bounces right off. And if you remember, the last time they fought, Predator threw a spear into the Batmobile to hit him. Yeah. Batman's now using that spear again. Him. Pretty dumb, right? He just tosses it straight at the predator and pegs him right in the shoulder. And this is the first thing really slicing the predator, right? Because it's like his own weapon against him, mm -hmm. right? There's a cool like full page shot of them just like staring each other down because like it's a, like kind of an even playing field now. Yes, they both got extra equipment. Uh, on this rooftop, uh, the, the predator gets thrown off the building by Batman and the predator does a, like scraping on the side of the building yeah. thing as he slows down and falls to the ground in the alleyway and Batman swings in, um, but the predator throws his metal frisbee blade and cuts <laughs> the rope and Batman goes uh, crawling to the ground. Um, predator's now like charging at Batman. So Batman uses his um, thing that helped the last time. Yeah. is the remote control to call the Batmobile and the Batmobile like swings in and runs over predator 
<laughs> pretty dope uh tries to run him over but uh you know the predator's got reflexes he jumps straight on top of the batmobile mm-hmm. and it's like he's trying to get this alien out of the city and they're driving um as fast as they can predators on the roof of the the hood just like bashing into the batmobile they get i'm, I'm guessing to like the outskirts of the city because it's like woodsy area now right and i think batman purposely crashes the batmobile to try to knock out the predator and then um you can tell predator this is his element is like the forest sure. jungle nature so he's using his invisibility again right yeah and batman knows now how to defeat this power that predator has um he calls on his friends he uses his sonar to call the bats right uh, back out of nature and they go swooping in and they are able to attack the, the invisible predator yeah they have like sonar so they can see that's it and i just think this would be funny in, in like on screen or something oh, yeah? that'd be kind of cool that the predator's like just swiping at all these bats <laughs> <laughs> it's like he got stuck in like a bee hive or something <laughs> that kind of a look um but again they're duking it out swiping at each other um, they both have like, you know, razors on their, on their forearms, but this is all Batman's plan because he placed the predator right at the perfect spot and the predator falls through a trap hole and he falls into a net kind of just like what predator would use. And Batman thinks like, okay, I got him. He's trapped now. He's like hanging yeah. in this cave. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of like a bad cave, right? Um, but as he swings down there, the predator is able to cut the net and break out of there and pulls on Batman to as they fall deeper down into a lower cave. I can tell like it's like pitch black down here now. Yeah. Because um, Predator is only using like his heat vision. Right. He, he really can't see Batman. Um, but then he's sneaking around now. Like again, he's looking for Batman. Um, but then out of nowhere, these laser beams come from up above. There's almost, they're almost like metallic um, steel girders actually, right? Yeah. They're like, like electrocuted. They uh, trap um, Predator and I think Predator realized like there's no way out of this. Yeah. So just like um, if you've seen the movies, whenever he's realized he's lost, he activates like a bomb to self-destruct. Does he do this? Yeah. I didn't know that. So like he opens like his like, um, you know, like quarterbacks will have playbooks on their wristbands. Sure. He has that, but it's like a, it's like a computerized thing to start the detonator. Oh, it's like a beeper. Yeah. On your forearm. And so the the bomb's ticking down but Ben is like no you'll kill all of us <laughs> and um he decides to let out predator out of the the cage just so that he would turn off the freaking bomb yeah um we break through some walls and we actually end up in the bat cave batman's cave <laughs> <laughs> um he sees like 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 you said he has a giant penny and the t-rex there yeah and uh we don't know where predator is gone but it looks like he's ran up the stairs and trying to break in through the door that would lead into wayne manor right the clock the grandfather clock right yeah um but from behind there's batman and he kind of induces like a, a gas straight into the predator's face. I think like he he knows like his biology now. He knows the predator's biology, and the predator gets like woozy and like drunk almost. Yeah. But predator like just starts like wailing, throwing his arms around. Yeah, actually hits Batman, falls down the stairs, knocks over the giant penny, right, and it lands on Batman. And now he's pinned. So he's in a vulnerable position right now. And the Predator is about to win. When coming in is Alfred. He's carrying an elephant gun. It looks like, um, uh, what's his name? Elmer Fudd? Yeah. <laughs> the big the big trumpet looking Shotgun, gun. Yeah. yeah. And just pegs 
uh, the freaking Predator, and it, uh, Alfred saves the day. Predator is hit, but not dead, and he starts to like get back up, and Alfred's like, "Okay, crap!" Like he's like reloading the shotgun. Like he has to like put like pellets and shove them in there with like a stick, like it's a musket. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but then uh, Predator gets to Alfred's throat and is picking him up. Um, but then he realized like Alfred is not the competition he wants. He's not a fight. So he just tosses him to the ground right. looking back for Batman. Yeah. Going up the stairs into the manor. And we see um, uh, Batman's up there and he's like looking, he's looking about, um, and, but the Predator looks to have like left the manor. Yeah. Predator is still bleeding from that elephant gun blast that Alfred gave him. Of course. And Batman's following this trail of yellow blood now through the forest out of the manor and he catches up to Predator. Predator is doesn't have his mask on anymore. So it's just his ugly face. He's true. Screaming, right? With those weird teeth. And Batman, out of all the weapons he has is... He uses a bat. Coincidence. <laughs> a baseball bat. Right. <laughs> and he catches up to him and just clocks uh, the predator into the head. And he's like choking him out with the bat too. When up from above, a gigantic spaceship arrives. <laughs> <laughs> shines a big light on them and then like the drawbridge kind of of the spaceship goes down and these figures start walking in, in line like eight eight of them yeah and they're more predators right of course of the same species and they kind of just pull uh batman off the, the other predator and then there's a the leader predator right yeah he looks at the injured one and he hands the injured predator a sword yes and it's looking like, like a weird alien sword virtual sword or something because what happens is the predator that got beat up and basically lost to Batman yeah. commits Harry Carey, right? Yeah. And like stabs his his stomach. He's so embarrassed. Right. To I, lose in front of his friends. I think that's just the rules, right? It's just the honor of it. I guess that's how predators work. That's the rules. Yeah. And he takes himself out and then the leader predator takes the sword out of him and gives it to Batman. Like, you're a predator now. Yeah. You're one of one of us. <laughs> And it's funny because like he's wearing like you know still wearing armor. Yeah. Now he's carrying a predator blade, and then the predators drag the dead predator body back on the ship, and they just like fly away, fly off. And they Alfred's like, "Good job, sir." As he you know they <laughs> saved the day, he won the match, and they didn't know this was gonna happen, but the, the predators just like flew off. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe to come back in volume two. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty epic. I, I enjoyed it. It's uh, a big fight, just a macho alpha male, alpha yeah. alien fight between the two of these things. Um, pretty pretty dope though. What I like about it is it's it's very much like both things. It's, yeah, it's very true. a Batman comic book, but it's also very much uh, a Predator story. Predator would take out these uh, would be like great warriors. Yeah, and you, you get everything like the he's invisible. He uses like the the three dot laser thing, and he's he's always there to like just like pounce on the the baddest guys until he runs up against Batman. It doesn't really make sense to like the average human what's going on it's not the killer it's yeah. like um but the the f philosophy of these things is just like it wants to, it's they, they use a good word like it's like they're on safari right yeah they're out and this is like a vacation like a like a man vacation or something for them it only wants to fight the best right that's why like um it threw like the mom to the side yeah instead of killing her uh, through alfred yeah so it's only after the real fighters to prove that he is the better one of course or also be like it's an honor thing right yeah that's all it's about which makes sense when it's you don't have to like explain that they're aliens that can't speak english like, you get it <laughs> 
and like there's also the added thing of the, like the these two things fighting each other. It's like a, a analogy to to the um to the crime mo- uh, bosses, right? right? The yeah. two guys just trying to fight it out, evens pairing, mm-hmm. but someone's got to win type yeah. of thing. Um, it was just deep enough, just just not cheesy enough to be really good. I think. Yeah, you know? it definitely felt like of its time. Yeah, these sure. late eighties, nineties things, uh, comics, because it was definitely like. In some comics, you'll have like three people talking at once. Oh yeah. Um, but they're not in the same place. Like you just hear audio or dialogue, kind of like narrating from another place. Right. So in one panel, you'll have like three different bubbles of a character that's not even there sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like transition uh, dialogue. It's trying to like make also like Gotham like a bustling city, like yes. the Boxing Night like earlier. You're right. You know, it's like a, a live thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna go haywire. Yeah. So. If if you know, like, you know, Watchmen or Your Dark point. Knight Returns, it's a lot of, like, news anchor panels just There's talking. That. Yeah. 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 About what's happening in the city, all these murders. I kind of miss that. I kind of like this era you of do? comics. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's written well. But uh, that was a Batman versus Predator. Let's get into side stories. This week, I've gone back in time through video games. Oh, video games. All right. I have an extra Mac computer Yeah. that I don't use. So I hooked up to the TV and I downloaded like some ROMs and emulators and I've been reliving like N64 days. Of course, games you've owned already, right? So it's not- Of totally... course. I'm not doing anything illegal. Right, here. right, right. Yeah. These are all within the guidelines of the law. Right, of course. So I have every single game ever. <laughs> <laughs> the whole catalog. <laughs> Everything released. <laughs> I've been playing weirdly enough also too I've been like revisiting wrestling things from like when I was growing up wrestling 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 like I just watch YouTube videos oh yeah oh okay so then I've been like I'm gonna download all these old wrestling games are you like uh, drinking Sunny D and eating Hot Pockets too pizza rolls what's your vibe when you're that age okay what was my because mine was Sunny D and Hot Pockets uh, we weren't that um, rich yet oh I see okay <laughs> so maybe like Nestle Quick okay yeah that's a move yeah and then uh what's for lunch? Uh it's not hot pockets. It's probably honestly it's like something grandma made. <laughs> like PB yeah, you know what grandma would make was um butter sandwiches with sugar on top. <laughs> it's probably that. Oh my on bread. <laughs> okay, we have, we're gonna take a layer of carbs. Yeah. I'm gonna smear a layer of fat on it and then cover it with carbs. Yeah, sugar, <laughs> yes. Healthiest thing ever. <laughs> But yeah, so I've been playing a bunch of old games. Um, a game that I was addicted to was Need for Speed Underground. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is like, it's like old Fast school. and Furious 1 style. You know, the style. Okay. Yeah, because like tuner cars, you win races, get money to upgrade all your stuff. What's the word? Like rice rockets? Yes. Those? Yeah. 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 Honda Civic SI. Uh-huh. 92. The Lord. The pine tree in the in the rear view mirror. You got it. Right. Yep. Yeah. I got the lights under the car. Nice. I'm ready. You have the like little... Um, like there's like a trigger on the side like <laughs> right that thing <laughs> i pull up the passenger seat and there's like nos tanks under there the energy drink <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying all these games. And, you know, when I played them back then, it was on like Tube TV. Yes. Right? CRT is what it's called. Yeah. It's like the red, white, and yellow plugs. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And you have to put the TV on channel three. Of course. Right. <laughs> the input channel. Yeah. Yeah. But now through emulation, you know. The magic of emulation. And of course, I think this Mac is stronger than an N64. Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're up So I can play these games in 4K now. 
Right. They're but still, you know, polygony. The same number of triangles. But that polygon is, is like super sharp. As sharp as it could be. Yep. And not not as just as high res as like yeah. modern day stuff. And but. even even on the console back in the day, when a lot of things were happening, like maybe like a car crash or something. Oh yeah. You, you'd drop frames. They would stutter because all the effects, like the smoke and stuff, would process in, and it was sometimes too much. Really. So now it's it's processing like seamlessly. Nothing ever um, slows down. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and all all the ROMs have been working good so far. Actually, no. I've, I've had I've had trouble with emulation in the past. Yeah. Where I, it's just like a headache after a while there is one that i was a little frustrated with because i'm playing this wrestling game right yeah and what i want to do is create the wrestlers from now because there's <sighs> a create a wrestler feature right okay the mo- they won't allow you to well I-, I do it and you have to assign all the moves like a wrestler will have a hundred possible combinations of moves seriously yeah depending on like is the opponent laying down is the opponent sitting up is the opponent do you have their back do you have them in the front so there's all these combinations so you have to assign a, a wrestling move to each possible scenario, right? Okay. So I did that. It took me like an hour and a half to make Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) Brock Lesnar? That's the one you picked? What? He's like the number one you'd make first? I mean, he was like the biggest name that was not in that game. Okay. Brock Lesnar's lame. He's like a big guy and I guess he won a lot, but he's like boring. You know what? This is my side (laughs) stories. He has has a tattoo that looks like a penis. Okay. (laughs) It's a knife. All right. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I did all that. It took me like almost two hours, right? Wow. Uh, And then when I like hit back to get out of the menu, the thing just crashes. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. You couldn't save it? I did save it at that screen where I'm like picking moves. Yeah. But every time I go back out of it, it crashes. So I can never get to actual playing it. That sucks. I wonder what it is. I don't know. I need to um, find a different emulator. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Or I can just play my PlayStation 5. I don't know. (laughs) But you have to relive these memories, you know, playing these games. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, Cause there's no good wrestling games nowadays, right? Like it, you have to go to N64 to find a good one. It, it just got bad. Yeah. I think they just, you know, they perfected it. They perfect. There's no going up anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could believe that. In in real life wrestling too, they perfected it in the late nineties. In wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I fell off, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna keep playing them. There's so many other retro games I want to play. Yeah, we were playing Mario Kart Double Dash the other day. Yeah, you have some GameCube games on there. Yeah, GameCube. I'm playing. You got smoked. Um, um, you asked me to download some other stupid games. Yes, there's some other uh, GameCube games from my childhood. Yeah, I'm gonna probably get delete those. No, I, I already saved it. Saved <laughs> to stay on them. Keep them in there. There's like the Godzilla game, King of Monsters. That was kind of bad. <laughs> okay, but I, there's another one called Gotcha Force. That's like you're like a toy, but you're also like a fighting action figure. Pretty fun game. I, I was watching you play that, and I was like, man, this 4K really helps it. Like it looked like a new game. Yeah, I exactly one of those games I tried to emulate in the past, and my computers have not been strong enough to play it, like uh, to find the right ROM. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, I want to get, of course, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah. Greatest fighting game of all time. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to get that and just, you know, revert to being like 12 years old again. These games are hard, right? Like these old games. I'm seeing you super frustrated on Need for Speed Underground. Yeah, they're hard. Like how games should be. Yeah, they weren't, they're not hard anymore. Games now are like not about playing. They're more about experiencing than str- like trying to finish. yeah unless like, you unless it's ultra hard like dark souls or something i don't want good storytelling <laughs> 
That's what movies are for. That's what it is. Some of these games are just movies now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a new Final Fantasy game that came out and they released a demo before the game so that you could like try it out. Sure. I think the demo is the first like two hours of the game, like the essentially like the tutorial of the game. Yeah. And I heard you out of the two hours, you only actually play it like 15 minutes. Of the two hours. Oh. Yeah. An hour and 45 is like watching cutscenes. Yeah, that is annoying now. Like games will just have so much set up for the story before you can yeah. move your character. Yeah. And when you do move your character, it's just like you don't really control. You're just pushing forward. So that yeah. way the story is moving, but you're not really playing. Like you're just walking down a path while an NPC is telling you stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I think Last of Us was the game that like kind of, it's I've, it's a really cinematic game, but here it's like there's times where you are just like pushing forward. Yeah. And it's just a movie you're playing. And I think they want you to feel that. They want you to feel like you traveled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hmm. but I I want to play a game. Struggle, yeah. Need for Speed, going for, getting forth and try again. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been playing video games too. I've been playing uh, Spider Man Miles Morales on the PS5. Finally mm. got around to playing that one. Yeah, I've been telling you. Yeah, I mean, I just been lagging on it. I mean, it's your PS5, so this is actually my first time playing one a game on the PS5, and I've been enjoying it. I just been looking for that swinging Spider Man feeling, that mechanic. Yeah, you know, you just always want to return to that. It feels good. You know, it's good to be back in it. I think you said something about like the triggers being different. Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that. Because you didn't play the Spider-Man 1 over again. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Maybe that's it. So like I played Spider-Man 1 again. Right before. and Right before I played Miles Morales. There's a difference there. Okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Well, if I, you didn't notice, I guess that's good. The thing with the the triggers on the controller too, like the two step on them. like There's like, like a pressure. In the between. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was new to me. Like You can uh, turn it off. Oh, you can? Yeah. I'm, I might turn that off. It was like throwing me off. See? That's what I'm talking about. That, that, it's not like, it's all the different things, not just the swinging, but okay. it's good just to have that mechanic back of swinging. I don't know. I love it. Um, You're a swinger. I'm a swinger. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Miles Morales, the other mechanics I like in the game, the, the Venom charge that he has now, that's the difference, right? With him yeah. and Peter Parker. It's like electricity. He has like the Venom charge. Uh, and that mechanic I find interesting because mm-hmm. of the fact that like you build up that meter from regular fighting. Yeah. And then, but you also use that meter to heal yourself. Yeah. So besides that, you're kind of like weaker. Like you're more like your, I think your life bar goes down faster than Peter Parker in right. the first game. Yeah. So I think that difference, I really appreciate. Like it's, you're playing a different character now. Yeah. At it's least very different. I like that. I like the switch. It just like, it feels new and, and fresh for that reason. Yeah. And then oh, with that, you also have way less like gadgets yeah. or, or gadgets as dad says it. <laughs> As he mispronounces it. But that's because you have all these extra powers with the venom and like the, you can like charge super fast and like, or, or jump into the air with, with your venom charge. I think yeah. those additions make up for it, right? With all the less gadgets, like mechanical, yeah. know how Peter Parker has or whatever. Yeah, Peter Parker had a lot. Yeah, I felt like it was, and also because this is a shorter game, I'm fine with it not having so many different, like the skill mm. tree is not as big. Yeah, it's only like half the size maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. It is shorter and I both like that and dislike that. I like how it's less of a commitment mm-hmm. than the Spider-Man 1. Yeah. But... I felt like Spider-Man 1, when you finish it, you feel so satisfied. You're fighting off the Sinister Six and then you finally defeat Doc Doc and it's like, it's a journey and a longer thing. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of felt like an afternoon, kind of, because it is so short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I will say like, I think just as a story, yeah, I like the Miles story more. The Miles one? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say they, 
it's a good move. They're they're bringing it close to home, right? Yeah. They, and they do that with the first one, obviously. Like his own boss, who is well, almost like call him a friend, was the bad guy. Yeah. In the first one, and this one, do the same thing. Bringing it close to home is a good move, mm-hmm. right? And I guess um, I think the additions here, I think, are not in the comics. Like the, I think they are um, unique to the game. I think in like what the Finn character. Like I don't know if I've seen oh, her in okay, the comics. Yeah. yeah. So like additions of things there, I think, are, are good storytelling decisions. I think. Yeah, you know I think the video game stories for Spider-Man, they're altering them just like kind of like how the movies will alter stuff from the comics. Yeah. The games are doing it too. Because um, I think the next one, Spider-Man 2, they're changing the origins of one of the villains like drastically. Yeah. And I think... I think it's a good move. I mean, why want to see the same thing over and over? Sure. From movie to video game to comic book form, right? Yeah. So that's that's good. Talk about altering things like the new face. I'm I know I'm late to this party, but the new face for Peter Parker. Yeah. He looks so less emotive. He may maybe looks more like an average looking guy, but he he looks yeah. like flat. He looks I, more plain. Yeah, and it's I'm not I don't. He's like more it. handsome than the old one. That's true. Yeah. But more plain. Right. So you see less emotion in the face. Yeah. I think. I think the first one he looked like you know he looked like the uncle ben from the old movies from the sam raimi he looks just like him. same age yeah <laughs> yeah that peter parker did look tired yes <laughs> but i'm just saying like the the facial capture thing technology is yeah. pretty in, like i think this did a good job because like, there's actresses in here that i recognize in real life oh, really like, i recognize from other things yeah you know, like they really just brought it into game mode and they can just make a person's face do whatever they want now it's like I don't know I, I'm impressed with that aspect of it it's on top of this like did you like complete it everything no I think I will though like like get all those suits and all that but yeah I kind of did want to just like speed run the story okay I was in I was in that mode for this one but mm-hmm. I, I still want 100% it get all the costumes and yeah. gad gets of course because it's like a Miles origin mm-hmm. um, his uncle Uncle Aaron the Prowler's in it yeah that, I thought his character in this was cool yeah I, I like that I think the reveals of of it were pretty good yeah and it wasn't just a b by b like what you see in a, uh into the spider verse sure. same thing with that too and the costume was pretty cool i, I like the the purple and, and yeah. green on that character and it's not just does it look like a spider-man yeah he does have like a uh, different gear my one gripe about the game and it's kind of big like i kind of it, it changed my opinion of the whole thing is the voice acting of Miles Morales is it bad. I it's the it's too high of a voice, like kid voice. Like it sounds that like a, yeah, it sounds like an old guy trying to do a kid's voice. The character in the game, like when he's out of his costume, looks mature. Yeah, he looks older than me. Yeah, right. And then the voice they use is like a ten-year-old's voice. Yeah. What is he supposed to be? 16, 17? Maybe yeah. And he's he sounds like maybe twenty-five trying to act like a ten-year-old. The There's a lot of lines where like maybe like he's racing through the city he's like i gotta get to back to my mom right that's what i'm talking about i hate it <laughs> oh man pete if only pete was here oh. <laughs> it was ridiculous bad move to be i i remember hearing that voice in the in the first game and they kept it and they didn't Same. make it lower yeah. alter it that was kind of a bad move maybe the next one they'll mature up a little bit hopefully i mean actually we've heard it in the gameplay i wonder if it's, i think it's the same i gotta look that up again are you excited for the second one very much very much yeah yeah because already peter and miles play differently right right yeah and they're giving peter more powers in the next one even more different, powers? different powers 
Oh, because of the Venom? Because of Venom. Right. So I, I'm eager to play a story where you are both Spider-Man now. Yeah. And, and then I think they're you know going to have to go up against each other too. At some point. Yeah. Wow. I like the, um, I'm not sure if I want the, like, we could toggle anytime you want to either of the Spider-Man. Yeah, I doubt it's going to be like that. Or if it's like this mission, you're Miles, this mission, you're yeah, Peter. I think the story dictates who you play. Cause I like that, in, actually. In the first Spider-Man, there's scenes where you play as Mary Jane. Right. So, right. you know, you couldn't switch back and forth. It, it made you play that character. I'm I'm actually more down for that because then you can build the mission towards that character's yeah. powers. You know, right, yeah. I like that more. Um, but Venom inter- introducing that is going to be fun. Uh, there's other superhero movies, uh, video games coming out like Wolverine. Yes. I'm curious if that's going to be fun. The, the old school game was pretty fun, for, I think, from the movie. Yeah. Um, I think there's an Iron Man game in development. There's um, a game that's been delayed multiple times, but the Suicide Squad game. Oh, yeah. It's like, I thought I might have just went under my radar and was released already, but no. What I heard was they worked on it for years, released uh, like a bait or like maybe even like an alpha test okay beta test i'm not sure and it was all negative wow and they're like we're starting over from scratch crap and changing how the game plays yeah video games are so like hard because you just build up all this first hype and then just like you build the game and you just don't know if it's gonna be sometimes they'll promise things and never release it to you like right it's dumb it's hard to make anything like that big like game movie whatever you know you have plans for something and then you start and then there's all these roadblocks that eventually you forget the main goal that you started off with and you're just trying to get anything done i mean like you and then you just forget oh let's make it fun how about that let's make it fun forget that objective Uh, we don't have time to build this just quick time all these scenes there's that yeah that's (laughs) annoying you know you you don't you lose the wonder of it yeah but uh even if it's made so but uh yeah this game i just like i finally had to play you know because uh, the Spider-Man 2 yeah. game was was really... Trailer was interesting to me. That's coming out in October. I'm very excited. Yeah. There's the Captain America Black Panther game. Don't know how that's going to play. Uh, I think it's going to be like uh, Midnight Suns. Okay. Okay. And I, I think I lost interest in that after it was like, oh, it's like an XCOM style. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been playing Miles Morales. <laughs> just, just with all the hype with uh, Across the Spider-Verse. And Miles is, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was like, I got, I got to get back into swinging. I'm a swinger. <laughs> Are there any other PS5 games you're looking into now? Um, you know, there's that uh, one that is, was, it's downloaded on the PS5 now. I do want to play that uh, Ratchet and Clank. I played oh, a little yeah. bit of it. Yeah. And the the um, the fun aspect of you, like, you can like go through a portal or like like the sh- you're shifting the, mm-hmm. the dimension or whatever. It is kind of fun. And oh, yeah. I played a little bit and it does feel like the old school game, just bigger and more polished and yeah. I, I, that was a franchise I really liked when I was a kid so mm-hmm. I'm, I got a smile on my face for that one okay maybe I'll download the ROM for it uh, okay <laughs> I, I'm fine with that too and I'll play it in like 20 years the first one <laughs> All right, anything else you got? That's it for me. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in this week. Um, we'll be back next week with a brand new comic book. Uh, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss that episode. Just find us in your podcast app or even Spotify or Apple Music or uh, Amazon, I think. We're everywhere. Just look up Reader Copy Podcast. We're all also on all the social medias at the Reader Copy Podcast. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those. Uh, find us over there. Give us a, a, a chatter. Thank you guys for joining us there too. All right, Daniel, do you want him with the outro? If you like, what we had to say about the book pick it up and read your copy adios Adios.